We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, guys, thanks for your patience because I do want to hear from you. But uh, to be brutally honest with you, I don't think most people know an awful lot about the electric grid. And I know David Pellavia well enough to know that I, I would consider him an expert on the country's electric grid. And he's going to be you know, part of the show as we do these energy shows in the future. Um, in the future, you will hear me on David's show. Sometimes we're going to overlap and we're going to do some times together. We did uh, 9 to 3 on Christmas Day together during the blizzard of 22. It was six hours and it felt like two hours and it was uh, obviously enjoyable for uh, for the both of us. I mean, he's got his style. I've got mine. But, you know, the two of us, uh, we we mesh and it works out pretty well. Now, um, I mentioned this earlier, wind turbines in Lake Erie. As many of you know, I am an environmentalist and I know that might sound really stupid. Well, you work at WBEN. How could you possibly well, because we all share the environment, we all need clean air and fresh water. I don't care if you're right or left, and I think the Great Lakes are sacrosanct. And as the blizzard was taking place and as DeMar Hamlin was in our thoughts and in prayers, um, we have some news on the wind turbine idea for Lake Erie. And joining us now, Jim Hanley from Cautile, Citizens Against Wind Turbines in Lake Erie. What happened, Jim? Usually, where'd Jim go? Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, I'm you here. guys, you guys. Yeah, there he goes. We had we had electricity <laughs> issues there, so because we don't have wind turbines. So, yeah. what what is the very latest, and what happened with the wind turbine issue? Well, we we got a report from NYSERDA, and they suggested that they hold it off for quite a long time. I mean, we're cautiously optimistic. Tom, we've been fighting this for thirteen years, and you know, one group or another comes in to support us. Sierra Club, the Soros group that's you know, poses itself as environmentalists when they're actually green energy people. And I sort of said we're going to re- revisit it in 2050. Now, you know, I'll probably be having dinner with Jesus when that happens again, but, you know, they're always going to be pushing for it. So they suggested that uh, all of the information we received, how much power the turbines were going to produce and whatnot was all ball. It was they're not going to produce even close to what it was. One of our guys, Mike Bozomo, that you had on with us in a few times, Mike had it down to within three megawatts of what it would actually produce, and I sort of put that in the report. So, you know, you can go on to our website, cartile.com, and check it out. All that information is there. There's a white paper that uh, 
the nice service and upsize for us, and all that information is there. But we are just so, so happy to, to hear that. I mean, it's just the work we've been put into this. And then they actually put in the report that uh, public outcry was finally starting to be heard. So we were the David and Goliath here, and we're still, we're still David, you know, flinging against people who want to make millions and millions of dollars off the death and destruction of Lake Erie. Uh, Jim, uh, so the the wind turbines are off the table now for Lake Erie, thank God, because that is a hill I told you I was willing to die on, and I would have been willing to die on it. Uh, as far as the, 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 you mentioned the green energy people, who are the green energy people, and what is the real agenda? And again, I don't want to make this a right or left issue. To me, it's a life or death issue. Right, right. Well, it doesn't make any sense. The Sierra Club is supposed to be the defenders of the outdoors, and they're 100 100% behind it. That uh, Sarah uh, Banks or whatever her name is, she's a high school teacher, was the is the head of the local Sierra Club and was pushing it. They would publish the letters in the Buffalo News, and our letters wouldn't get get uh, published because we actually had people on our staff who who knew that this wasn't going to be a you know a good deal. They promised jobs, you know, thousands and thousands of jobs. We figured out that if they actually uh, you know, place the turbines in Lake Erie from Buffalo to Dunkirk, that it would actually have 45 full-time jobs. Uh, can you imagine those turbines in Lake Erie during that storm we had with 70-mile-an-hour winds? Uh, I talked to Tim, Tim Langer the morning of Christmas, and we were talking about uh, turbine parts would have been going over Niagara Falls. It's just it's, it's ludicrous. The other ones are the Buffalo water keepers. The Buffalo water keepers are supposed to be for the preserving the water it's green energy and everybody falls into this green energy trap and we get you know we, we get bamboozled with, with false information well jim i know you and, and dave adrian and sharon trembeth and i could name a lot of people and i feel bad because i can't um uh, you you played huge roles in keeping those turbines out of lake erie you've done future generations a real solid because that was a bad idea in every way shape and form not only was it bad but it lacked efficacy as the white paper uh laid out thank you so much for joining us and i think you've earned this dinner with your wife jim <laughs> Hey, Tom, to a shout-out for you. You know, we wouldn't be getting our message out if it wasn't for guys like you. We really appreciate it, man. Your voice just, you know, hit, hit tens of thousands of people that we could never do. So thank you, and, and WBEN as well. Wait, did you mean guys like me or just me? <laughs> kidding. You, oh, thank you. And I feel so much Thanks, better. Uh, thank you for the validation. Um, Jim Hanley, always a pleasure. We will talk soon, sir. Thank you, sir. Yeah, bottom line, no wind turbines in Lake Erie for right now, thank goodness. Now, what's all this stuff about, did you know that your natural gas stove could be giving your child asthma? What? Uh, joining us now, uh, we have Dr. James Harreth, our regular medical contributor, who will be even more regular, well, at least on the radio, we're not going to get into digestion, uh, with us on News Radio 930 WBEN. Natural gas appliances, doctor, is there any evidence out there that they really do contribute to illness in children? Hello there. Yeah. So I've just recently been looking through the literature when I was actually driving into work today and heard that on the news. And there really isn't anything reliable out there to say definitively that's what's going on. And the, the paper that that's actually being described is actually in the journal, the International Journal of Environmental Research and Public Health. So 
usually is something that's going to have a huge impact on public health and uh, for physicians and for healthcare providers. Usually we're, we're looking at journals such as JAMA, New England Journal of Medicine. So, and we look, and those different journals have what are called uh, a certain power, uh, impact factor. How many times these articles in these uh, in these um, journals are being quoted by other journals and are actually being used? So, to give an example, the New England Journal of Medicine has an impact factor of 176.1. Now, the impact factor for the International Journal of Environmental Research and Public Health is 3.3. So so what basically this comes down to is when we hear information and we hear research, we need to do our due diligence and looking at what that research actually is and how legitimate it is. And to be legitimate, it's going to be what, double-blind, peer-reviewed, longitudinal? Am I missing anything? No, you're, you're right. Yeah, and, and longitudinal is it, because yeah, we want to watch, we want to see what the, uh, the population does. We want to see what happens in, uh, on a population. Uh, we want to see what a certain variable, how a variable has an impact on the population. So what would be really interesting then would be, uh, you know, in, you know, in a population like Buffalo, it's like, hey, you know, look at the prevalence of, of asthma at a certain age and look at it, you know, and then maybe look back, it's like, hey, you know, did you have natural gas appliances? You know, did, did you have old natural gas appliances? You know, so, you know, but that would be still an incredibly difficult study to, to pinpoint a gas stove because, you know, those people who have gas stoves usually have gas furnaces, also have gas uh, hot water heaters. So to, to, to be really scientific, you've got to be really invasive uh, in order to be able to, to take samples, take multiple samples of the air, uh, to, to be really precise. Well, and one of the expressions I know lawyers love, and I think doctors love it equally, is, quote, to the exclusion of all other variables, because that's pretty conclusive. No, exactly. You know, but unfortunately, there's there's so many variables. Yeah. So in medicine and in uh, in weather, you know, lots of lots of variables. And you know, we do our absolute best in in medicine. And you know, and and look at the weather. We we do our absolute best, especially here in Buffalo. So, Doctor Harris, the bottom line is there is no reason at this point. There is no evidence. There are no data to support a conclusion that natural gas stoves contribute to childhood asthma. That's correct. And what we would do then is we would say, hey, this is probably a good pilot study. This is a, you know, let's jump off from here. You know, if this is a, if this is a true concern, hey, let's design something so that we, we that way we can actually answer that question um, appropriately. So that's where it's really important. Jeez, research and science. Who would have thought? Uh, <laughs> Dr. Harith, I want to thank you not just for joining us today, but I do want to acknowledge your work during the blizzard of 2022. You were very busy, and yet you took the time to come on the air and tell us that for senior citizens who might not have a lot of adipose tissue or fat, who don't have proper nutrition and who don't have proper clothing, a in-house temperature of 58 to 60 degrees can actually be lethal. That was good information. It was sad information, but it was good information, and we're very grateful you took the time to join us when you were swamped with a million responsibilities, sir. 
Thank you. And you have a fantastic memory. That that's wonderful. So, but no, it's true. It's absolutely true, and, I, and I'm always ha- happy to help my Western New York family here. Well, indeed. Well, we, we all love you, and we are going to uh, obviously have you on on a more regular basis. We'll, we'll work that all out uh, off the air. Thanks so much for calling in. Always a pleasure. Thank you, Tom. Dr. James Harris, uh, terrific man, terrific man. And I want your calls on this whole push to electricity. Are you buying into it, or are we in a canoe now a half mile past the deadline and edging toward the rapids. And I fear we are. So if you are just joining us, um, hey, we've covered a lot of ground. David Bellavia gave us the Electrical Grid 101, and he's our 10 to 2 host on WBEN. And I'm going to tell you that nobody knows more and can explain it more clearly, the electrical grid, how it works, than David Bellavia. It is an area of extreme interest for him and has been for many, many years. Like, I could talk about the Battle of Gettysburg. He can talk about the electrical grid. Of course, he can probably outdo me on Gettysburg, too. But uh, we also talked with uh, Jim Hanley to establish that the wind turbines are not going to be plunked down in Lake Erie, and to Dr. James Harris about the fact that this uh, business about natural gas uh, stoves giving your kids asthma is uh, scientifically not sound. Needs research, obviously, but uh, you're leaping to conclusions if you base uh, your opinion on current data. So where are you on switching from electric, I'm sorry, from gas to all electric, and frankly, I think the best demonstration of why this is a bad idea took place December 23rd, 24th, and 25th of last year. How many more people would have frozen to death if we were all electric? It would have been, I fear, in the thousands. I want your take on what's going on with this push and whether you are buying into it. You know... In investing, you never put all your eggs in one basket, and that's what it seems like we're doing with the electrical system in America heading to all electric. And again, you're burning coal. Tell me exactly how you're helping the environment. Let's go to car. Uh, let's go to cars. Let's go to calls. We could play Rick Ocasek. That's fine, but I'd rather hear from people. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Here's Wayne in North Collins. Thanks for your patience, Wayne. You're on WBEN. Hope you didn't mind the preliminaries with the information. Well, happy hump day, Tom, and thanks for having me on. And also thank you to Jim Hanley for his fine work on the windmills. Uh, being that my son just started a fishing charter business on Lake Gary, that would have really have affected him. So I appreciate you. And his uh, comments on that today. Yeah, well, Jim would be the first to say he was part of a larger group, and a lot of people deserve pats on the back. But this this whole deal with getting us off of natural gas and into all electric all the time, what's your take on it? Well, I'm not happy about it, being that I just recently became a senior citizen, and about five years ago I have had a gas well put on my property, and I am enjoying the natural gas, and I was planning on converting also my electricity into uh, natural gas using a bank of batteries. And I might have to rethink that now. So I'm not really happy about that part. And I'm thinking natural gas is clean burning. It's what, it's, what it comes from, rotted animal and vegetable matter, otherwise called garbage. And yet we can't use that anymore. So I find that very disconcerting. 
Um, I, I think about the Dunkirk uh, power plant that was going to be converted into natural gas from coal, and they put the kebabs on that, too. So, uh, really, I just think it's a foolish act by our governor. And if they really go ahead with this, I think they're going to have a lot of problems. But, you know, it, it goes beyond New York State and Governor Hochul. I mean, this seems to be a trend in North America. Maybe not Mexico, but certainly Canada and the United States. I find it very disturbing. I don't know where all this electricity is magically going to appear when there are already shortages. Exactly, Tom. And one more thing. And not only the natural gas, but hasn't our governor vilified the use of burning wood yes. for heating our houses? What about our six to 7,000 Amish uh, people living in Cattaraugus and Chapel County? What are they going to do? There might be a few gas wells, but they're up the creek, too. So, well, uh, look, that, that, uh, that is, it, it's a great point. Uh, and believe me, there are people keeping an eye on this whole wood-burning stove issue and everything we're talking about today. But one of the problems, unfortunately, is those of us who live west of the Hudson River, and the last election showed it, we don't matter. This state is ruled according to the conventions and societal norms of New York City. And unfortunately, it isn't just this state. As I said, it's Canada. It's the rest of the United States. Something really weird is going on. We're not ready. We're not even close to being ready for all electric. Enjoy your gas well, Wayne. Thank you very much, Tom. I really like it. And I heated my mom. Mom's house with it, and I'm very happy with it. I just just hope they don't take it away or my appliances. I'm not sure what the law would read on your own private natural gas well, sir. I I thank you very much. I appreciate the call, folks. Are we anywhere close to being ready to go to going all electric? I like my natural gas high efficiency furnace. I like my natural gas stove. I don't do a lot of cooking, but I like the stove. I love my natural gas fireplace installed by aaatimberline.com. Hashtag ad, hashtag free. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. And you know what? Win or lose, I still enjoy watching this Sabres team more than I've enjoyed watching any Sabres team in quite some time. Maybe not this year, but I'm telling you, they're going to be a Stanley Cup contender. Uh, give it two, maybe three years. I really, I just, I think they've got so many pieces in place. The most important uh, piece they have in place is the organizational philosophy. 
They are very much like the Buffalo Bills. They have learned from the Buffalo Bills um, big time. I know that for a fact. And that is one of the reasons why you're seeing a better product on the ice. But uh, you're not going to be able to watch it without electricity. And I'm trying to figure out um, exactly how we're going to generate all this electricity to plug in your vehicles, to heat your home, to uh, cook your food, and so on and so forth. There's this war going on now against natural gas, and they're using junk science in part to uh, promote it. Like, the story is a myth. There's no evidence that natural gas has anything to do with exacerbating childhood asthma. There, there's, there's no, uh, there are no good data out there. It's junk science. Now, if you want to do a real study, double-blind, longitudinal, over time, peer-reviewed, well, maybe you'll get some attention. But then you have to ask the question, risk versus benefits, like you do in anything else. In your life, you've asked questions about risk versus benefits. Hmm, do you hold on to the old car or do you buy a new one? Do you lease or do you buy? Do you leave the plug in your heart or do you have them pull it out when they put the new lead in? Risk versus benefits. Uh, let's get back to the calls on WBEN. Uh, and again, thanks to David Bellavia, uh, Dr. James Harris, and Jim Hanley for joining us in rapid fire order to kind of set the table for us. Because to be honest with you, I don't know a lot about the electric grid and I'm never going to tell you I know something I don't know. Here's uh, Jerry and Tonawanda. Jerry, you are on. Hello. Hey, Tom. Uh, all this stuff, they have no facts. They state it just like everything else they put on the news. They have no facts to back it up. And it, it's ridiculous. I mean, California every year has brownouts. And, and, and I don't, you know what, it's, it's just totally ridiculous. And just at 5 o'clock today on Channel 7, they said they showed a, a natural gas uh, stove. And they said, they made the statement that 13% of all asthma in kids was caused by natural gas stoves. And they can't, they get away with it. How can they make these statements when you just had a doctor on that said there's no proof? I mean, they well, get away with it time and time again. Uh, okay, number one, I did not see the report. Number two, um, the story should have read... Some doctors claim that natural gas stoves can exacerbate childhood asthma. This study, however, lacks the following information. God knows if it was a story about COVID side effects, they'd have had a million qualifiers in it. But the, the bottom line, Jerry, is journalism is not what it used to be. There's a lot of advocacy journalism going on, and moreover, Let's, let me be very honest. For most people in, in broadcast media, the pay sucks, the benefits suck, and you get what you pay for. You get a bunch of people who just spit back what somebody tells them without critically thinking. It, it's no different like when, uh, not to be political about it, but national news, when Biden went down to the border and they cleaned everybody out <laughs> and then they, and they interviewed uh, the mayor of El Paso, and she says, well, there's maybe three or 400 illegals coming across a day. And it's like, really? There's tens of thousands coming across per day. You know, there, there's been over 3 million that already came across, but look, they don't put that out there. Dude, I, look, I am as sick of politics as you are. I'm as sick of media bias as you are. 
And, you know, to me, politics is a big turnoff. What I'm more interested in is the truth. And the truth, Jerry, I'd like your views on this. Do you really believe we're anywhere close to being able to power everything with electricity? No, there's no way. Like you said before, if we were all electric, we'd have thousands of deaths from this last storm. It, it's absurd for them to even make the statement they want to go all electric. I mean, you got to be an idiot to make that statement. I mean, it's just it's, it's absurd. I frankly, I do not understand it because uh, people like uh, oh, we had uh, was it uh, was it Rock was it Ort on our newscast who said this is we're heading toward a disaster. It, it's like we're on the Titanic, except the guys in the crow's nest spotted the iceberg twenty miles away, and we're still steering right into the iceberg. Yeah, we need to, as much as New York City, uh, like you said, dictates everything. Everybody needs to get a hold of their congressmen and representatives and tell them that if you don't do something, you're not going to get reelected. Like, this is very important. And if, if you're going to sit there and go along and not object to Kathy Hochul's statements, just like with no bail reform, then you know what? We'll replace you. And we'll vote, get somebody in there that will. Unfortunately, sir, the voters of this state have spoken. The voters of this area have spoken, and they want Democrats in power. But it's not just a New York State issue. It's a national issue. This uh, so-called green energy and doing away with natural gas is now becoming a natural, uh, a national movement. And I want to know. I want to know what's really going on, because we went from natural gas being clean-burning, energy-efficient natural gas to now being the mortal enemy of all that is good? Come on. Thank you, sir. I wish you the very— One, one more— Sorry, I, I, I got to move on. I got to move on to some other folks, man. I'm sorry. Let's go to Ed in uh, Tonawanda. Ed, you are on WBEN. Welcome. Yes, sir. I want to know, who gives Hoko this authority to suddenly say, you, you're, we got to get off of natural gas. We can't cook anymore with natural gas. What was there legislation that was passed that says these are going to be the rules of the future? Uh, there has been. Well, one of the things I would look at is NYSERDA, uh, which uh, Jim Hanley mentioned before. Uh, as far as what, what, without okay, with or without legislation, when you are the chief executive of any state. You are the de facto leader of your party, and you de facto have executive power, and you have a lot of influence, and a lot of things you say cut a lot of ice with an awful lot of people. Um, there are many bills, and you can actually the the 1791 Society Facebook page is a great place to keep track of the shenanigans that are going on. In, in Albany, but Joe Biden or Kathy Hochul do not have the dictatorial power, nor would Donald Trump have the dictatorial power to enact this kind of disastrous situation. They don't. Then how, do, how are they getting away with it? Uh, well, let's see. People who are listening to Spotify and who don't pay attention to what's going on, and let me let me ask you this, Ed. And this is a serious question. During the blizzard coverage on WBEN, I asked people to do two things. I well, more than two things, but two things relative to this issue. Said number one, look out the window and tell me 
how wind turbines on Lake Erie would be doing right now. Number right. two, those of you who are without electricity, you tell me and you tell your politicians how you would be faring right now without a natural gas stove or a natural gas fireplace in your home. This blizzard of 22 should have made it self-evident to people that we are nowhere near ready to be all electric. Not to mention the fact that they're talking about that if you are lower income, basically the upper income people are going to subsidize your electric heat pump for your house. Really? Right. I mean, seriously? What incentive – see, this has far-reaching consequences. What incentive do high-income people have to stay in New York State? It's, it's, it's like everywhere you look, you're being boned. Well, the only thing there is the, the rich can afford to pay these future uh, electrical costs. That, that's for what – where I'm not going to be able to probably afford it, and – I'll get my butt out of New York State. But let me just make one other comment, if I, I might. Yes, sir. Look on the city, Buffalo City buses, right? And they have this big sign, it's only natural. <laughs> you, ever, you ever notice that? Yes, sir. I've seen some of those buses. Right. It's only natural. Like they're telling, this is a good thing. We're, we're, we're not running on, uh, on, on gasoline or on uh, a diesel anymore. We're going natural. Well, I mean, uh, look, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what the answer is, but there's one thing that I think Democrats and Republicans can agree on. It sucks to get behind an NFTA bus during rush hour and you can't get into the left-hand lane to get by him. We can all agree on that. Right. You got it. All right, brother. Thanks. I appreciate the call, Lev. Uh, it's Bowerly on uh, WBEN. Don't be offended. I just use love as a term of uh, endearment for people. Male, female, doesn't matter. We just have fun with it. Here's Frank in Holland, a uh, dyed-in-the-wool left-wing guy. Frank, you're on WBEN. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Tom. You know, I went to the public hearing for commentary on the 2019 law where they're starting all this. They were, ha they were discussing the three scoping plans. This was environmentalist, and the other half was easily a couple hundred years' worth of electrical and gas professionals that are in the field and the majority uh, the unanimous majority of the gas and electric professionals said our grid can't handle what we've got now and it's going to be a man-made disaster if they implement any of the three mm -hmm. scoping plans and flat out i was the last speaker and i said to all the environmentalists you do realize that this is going to affect you first and foremost because the estimates are 20 grand to convert yep. everything that you're going to need in, from gas into electric. Hey, Frank. All uh, those people that died, they didn't have to die with a gas furnace and freeze in their own home. No, they Frank, Frank, I got a break. I got Frank, Frank, I got a break. I, you're a soft spoken guy with very few opinions, and I know that, but can you hold on until after the traffic to finish your thoughts? Thank you, sir. All right, hold on. I'll get back to you, but I've got a break. I'm a prisoner of the clock. But seriously, folks, um, David Bellavia, he was on with us about an hour ago. He does 10 to 2 here on News Radio 930 WBEN. You're not going to find a guy who knows more about the electrical grid than David Bellavia. He spent like 10 or 15 years dealing with that particular uh, situation. And he is an invaluable asset. 
And every Friday, he's got Lauren Fix on his show. And they've talked repeatedly about electric vehicles and their shortcomings and limitations, as well as the shortcomings and limitations of the electrical grid. And think about this last storm. What if all you had was an electric car? How's that going to work for you? You're trying to go to Grandma's house to warm up. You're not going to get to Grandma's house. You ain't going nowhere. Bad English, but good point. Electricity is going to be the wave of the future. Goodbye, natural gas. How would that have worked for you during the storm? Let's get back to quiet-spoken, non-opinionated Frank in uh, Holland, New York. I I say that jokingly. And by the way, Frank has a uh, basically a kick-butt truck. You probably drove over those 50-foot drifts, right? Well, I'll tell you what, I didn't have any problem driving. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I believe it. Your truck's a monster. So this, this meeting at which you spoke... That was a meeting of whom? What group? That, that was a public hearing that the council is required to do all over the state. They had hearings for the public input on this law, and they held them all over the state. And the one that they had in the summertime, 22, was at the Erie County Public Library. And I went because I was invited by a couple of people to speak. And I waited until the very end because I wanted to hear you know, anybody that came up with some sense about this. And the absolute unanimous majority of the gas and electric professionals literally called it reckless and a man-made disaster about to happen because our grid can't sustain what we have now. And no matter how much money they pump into it, it won't be able to sustain it in 2030. Yes, sir. Uh, and 2030 is, uh, obviously, that's a big year. Frank, I'm glad you called. Thanks very much. Thanks for speaking up. Uh, yeah, and, and You know what? The, go the ahead. People that have gas, the people that have gas furnaces in Buffalo, they did not, not have to die freezing in their own home. You can go to YouTube, and there's three different techniques where you could, with a gas furnace and the power off, you could use a battery and an inverter. You could hotwire it from your switch that turns it on and off into something to use an external generator. Or you could use your, your fuse panel and have it hotwired to a plug and then use the generator outside. But all these things are dependent on gas furnace. And guess what? All that's going to be just, hello, it's gone. Yes, sir. Cut off gas. And your generator is also dependent on how you position it and how you make sure that the snow doesn't get sucked inside of it and then being able to disassemble it and dry out the filter. Um, We all learned that uh, during the blizzard from a lot of very nice people who called in. Frank, thank you. I appreciate the call, pal. Thank you, Steve. All right, Frank in uh, Holland. Uh, Let me squeeze one in from Marcus in Middleport, only because I'm into alliteration. Marcus, go. How are you doing? How are you doing? Quick here about the grid being uh, old and fragile, where I live in Middleport, I don't know who runs their system out here, but if it rains too much, the power goes off. If the wind blows too much, the the power goes off. If it snows too heavy, the power goes off. This stuff is primitive. And out here, we we got a, uh, uh, a old generator from the 70s, but we got to get a new one because uh, we're re-insulating our, own par- our parents' house and everything. And those people, like I said, they didn't have to die in Buffalo. That's just needless. And What's going to happen in Buffalo, we go with this electric this electric ideal, we're going to have people in the cities dying in the thousands because them are old buildings too. They don't have generators and everything else. You are correct, sir. And I fear, and I'm not saying this to you know freak anybody out or trying to make some political point because I'm not running for office. I really honestly believe 
that if we'd been all electric during the blizzard of 2022, we would have had a death toll in the thousands. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's definitely. And one more thing. we got to stop having presidents taking their cues from Scandinavians on sailboats. <laughs> all right. I'm not sure how the Scandinavian listenership will feel about that, but I found a good chuckle out of it. Thank you, sir. Scandinavians right. in sailboats from Marcus and Middleton, all right. uh, Middleport. All right. Uh, so, hey, guys, thanks a lot for all the calls. I'm not done with this topic. I know you want me to do more on this because I keep on getting emails, and I agree with your emails. So you're right. We will do more on it. And I, I am going to prevail more on David Bellavia. Poor guy already does four hours a day, but I'm going to hit him up for some extra time. He'll get back at me in the future, so don't worry about it. Uh, but anyway, thank you so much for all the calls and the interest in the topic. It is interesting to me, and I'm telling you, with Bellavia, you've got a brilliant resource on the energy grid. He can explain it a lot better than I. I'm just going to parrot everything he says. Um, I want to thank uh, Josh Schmidt for, I think, a, an adequate job today. I, I would say, yeah, it was certainly, uh, yeah, it was adequate. Uh, also, want to thank um, Joe Callie and uh, Dan Dale. Uh, now, they're both Buffalo State students. They actually have their own sports show on the college radio station over there. And uh, Dan, double D for Danger Dale, um, is an Eagle Scout. He's one of only 300 scouts nationwide and three local scouts in the over 110 years of scouting to earn all merit badges available to him. And he's a Sea Scout with ship number one. That's pretty awesome. And he's wasting it all in radio. <laughs> and uh, and Joe Callie, he's got a great head of hair. Uh, anyway, <laughs> we'll give you Joe's background coming up, I'm sure, uh, unless I get fired for insulting uh, new people here at WB. All right. Uh, thanks a lot, guys. And uh, stand by. Tom Puckett coming up with the Buffalo's Evening News at 6. I'll look for you tomorrow after David Bellavia on News Radio 930 WBEN. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.